1: Get ready, you're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, Bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected, instagram.com slash Tea 2002 Hey you guys, welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely T. Hey you guys, I hope you guys are doing good today. So I wanted to come on here and talk about this case. This is definitely not really for YouTube, so I'm just going to put a few minutes on YouTube that y'all can go to the podcast and listen to the rest of the show. Now, I first heard about this late last night. If you guys do not know, a federal judge, she's the first Latina judge. She's the first female Latina U.S. federal judge appointed to her position, and she was appointed by Barack Obama. And so what happened yesterday is that basically... Um, In her home in New Jersey, it was her 20-year-old son. He heard a ring at the doorbell. He went to go open the door. He saw a FedEx delivery person. And upon opening the door, the FedEx delivery person pulled out a gun and shot him in the heart. Her husband heard the noise. He comes running upstairs. And then that same person starts shooting her husband. She's downstairs the whole time. He doesn't go in the house to go look for her. He ends up running off. So it was a lot of craziness. A lot of people suspected it was some type of hit. Because if you guys do not know, just four days ago, she was assigned to handle a lawsuit from the Deutsche Bank investors regarding Jeffrey Epstein. So a lot of people are tying two and two together. Like how convenient after they appoint her to this case you know, her loved ones end up dead. Was that assigned to her to tell her to leave the case? What is going on? I want you guys to go ahead and listen to the initial news report. Check this out and I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary.
2: Breaking news overnight, a deadly shooting at the home of a federal judge in New Jersey. Her son killed, her husband critically wounded after a man dressed as a FedEx driver came to their door and opened fire. Stephanie Ramos has the very latest.
0: Overnight, a manhunt for the man officials believe opened fire on a federal judge's home, killing her son and wounding her husband at the front door. We have two victims. Sources tell ABC News the gunman may have been posing as a FedEx delivery driver when he arrived at the home of U.S. District Court of New Jersey Judge Esther Salas at 5 p.m. Sunday evening. Investigators say when her 20 year old son Daniel opened the door, the shooter shot him, killing Daniel and hitting his father. Father, a prominent criminal defense attorney, multiple times. Just wonderful, wonderful people. This is an absolute shock. Judge Salas has presided over many high-profile cases, like Real Housewife star Teresa Judice's trial for fraud, and most recently, she was assigned to a case involving Jeffrey Epstein. The judge was reportedly in the basement when the shootings happened. She was not harmed, and police have not identified any suspects or a potential motive. The FBI and U.S. Marshals are investigating this morning, along with multiple other agencies. Sources say Salas has received threats in the past, but don't believe any have been made recently.
3: It's something for every citizen of the United States who cares about law and order to be concerned about, not just our town.
0: Judge Salas' son, Daniel, was her only child and a freshman at Catholic University in D.C. Here in the neighborhood, there are officers posted. You could see the yellow crime scene tape in front of the house right now. And authorities say they are still trying to find a motive and also that lone gunman.
4: A disturbing case. Stephanie Ramos for us. Okay, so
1: you guys just heard that. So it's just really disturbing that somebody would come as a FedEx driver. And even then, it just didn't make any sense because all they really had to do, if this was really a FedEx driver gone wild, is basically pull all the timesheets of what FedEx drivers were in what area, you know, who had routes and things like that. So that's why a lot of people are like, this is bullshit. Obviously, this person had on a FedEx costume. They were not a real FedEx driver. So now what's even more crazy, now it's been announced that the person who killed her 20-year-old son and shot her husband, he's being identified as like this angry, anti-feminist lawyer. Now his name is Roy Den Hollander. And he's known for like suing all types of companies, nightclubs, you know, anything that favors women, he hates it. He's supposedly anti-feminist. You know how they say women can get into the bar free before like 11 o'clock. He would sue a nightclub and say that it's not fair. Women shouldn't get into bars free before a certain time. They should have to pay just like men. I mean, he's just filed all types of frivolous lawsuits. What's even crazier is that he didn't really know this judge, but he had wrote a self-published book. It was a 1,700-page book. And in the book, he describes the judge as a lazy, incompetent Latina judge appointed by Obama. So that's raising up a lot of red flags for people, okay? So he showed up at the house. He ends up, you know, killing the son, wounding the father, running off, and then now it's being announced as of literally an hour ago that he's the one who did it. I just find it very convenient that they found him and he had the package in his car. So it was just announced as of an hour ago that he was found and um, he's the one who did this. I want you guys to go ahead and listen to this updated news story. Go ahead and check this out.
2: Uh, breaking
0: news. We have just learned that the man accused of killing the son of uh, uh, a federal judge in New Jersey and shooting her husband has been found dead. Police say the shooter showed up at the North
3: Brunswick home of the judge, dressed as a FedEx driver, and when the son answered the door, he opened fire. The husband of Judge Esther Salas is now in critical condition. She was in the basement of the home
0: and is unharmed. But again, the suspect that police are telling us has been found dead,
3: and they're saying by suicide. by suicide. Now to a murder investigation that spans multiple states. The family of a judge shot at their New Jersey home. And a man possibly linked to the crime found dead in Sullivan County. And tonight we're learning that the suspect may be linked to a murder all the way on the West Coast. We have team coverage on this story. We'll begin with our chief investigative reporter, Jonathan Deans, part of the team that broke the story for us yesterday. And he's been on it today. Jonathan? David, the FBI says he was targeting the judge and her family and perhaps a lawyer in California last week, too. Those who knew him described him as an oddball attorney. And in his writings, he raged against women and joined anti-feminist groups on Facebook. And he voiced anger at federal judge Esther Salas before he allegedly went to her New Jersey home yesterday. This is attorney Roy Den Hollander, and law enforcement officials say he was found dead from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound near Liberty, New York this morning. And it was yesterday the FBI and U.S. Marshals believe Hollander showed up at the home of federal judge Salas. There, police say he shot and killed her son, wounded her husband. The judge was not injured. Hollander appeared in front of the judge last year in a fight over whether the military draft can be men only. The suspected killer later called the well-respected judge, quote, a lazy and incompetent Latina judge appointed by Obama. Hollander also wrote of his hatred of his own mother and other women and raged about female judges. Neighbors in North Brunswick saddened by the shooting, calling the judge and her family wonderful people.
0: This family was a tight
3: family. Just, Just close, loving, doting parents. In addition to the upstate search, the FBI searching Hollander's Manhattan apartment for evidence, including perhaps a delivery or FedEx uniform used by the shooter at the judge's New Jersey home. The FBI believes Hollander's violent rampage may have started last week in California. There, a 52-year-old men's rights lawyer, Mark Angelucci, was shot and killed, also apparently by a man in a FedEx or delivery uniform. Not knowing that there was an assassin at the door, when he got Mark from his office, he saw the gun turn, tried to run away. and was shot in the back four times. Angelucci had also argued a case involving the question of drafting men only for the military. Okay,
1: so you guys just heard that news story. Now, what I find very interesting about this It's almost too perfect of a situation. Um, If you read the article in the New York Times or on Yahoo News, this is what it states. It says that the gunman dressed as a FedEx delivery man had opened fire at their home, the police say. A package addressed to Judge Salas was found inside his car, sources say. So how convenient that they end up not only finding this man who supposedly killed himself, I believe he was suicided, but they said he supposedly killed himself and they found the package in the car, tying him to the murder of the judge. I find that very, very interesting and I'm not buying it. I feel like there's bigger things at play and I feel like it was a sloppy hit. You know, um, they're also saying that he had cancer. So for him, he had nothing else to live for. He only had a few months left. So he wanted to take other people with him. Now, I believe that he possibly did hate women, but Somebody sent him there. Somebody sent him on that mission, if this is the guy who did it, to go and kill her. And being that she was not killed, that was a sloppy hit job. And I believe that that's why he was suicided. I'm not buying this story because this woman has dealt with so many high profile cases. It's crazy. Everything from Teresa and Joe Judice to locking up, you know, big time members of the Bloods in New Jersey, um, putting away gangbangers for like 45 years. So she definitely, you know, had quite a few enemies, but nothing has ever happened to her, or her family Until she was assigned this Jeffrey Epstein case. So now let's go into the Deutsche Bank situation. One thing I always tell you guys, whenever you want to kind of put pieces together, you always want to follow the money. So if you guys do not. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a
0: little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage.
1: No, earlier this month, Deutsche Bank was sued by multiple investors. Okay, so what went down is this. Basically, Deutsche Bank is facing further legal action due to its ties with Epstein, who was convicted of sexual crimes and later died in custody. The New York Financial Supervisor Authority. Fine Deutsche Bank $150 million on July 7 for significant regulatory violations, including those related to its business relationships with Epstein. The authorities accused the financial institution of having done business with Epstein despite its known criminal history, instead of preventing dubious payments.
2: Jeffrey Epstein is about to cost Deutsche Bank $150 million. That is the penalty the German lender will pay for oversight failures, including services it provided to the disgraced financier. Epstein committed suicide last August while awaiting trial on charges of trafficking minors. Now New York authorities say the fine is the first enforcement action against a bank over dealings with him. The state's Department of Financial Services said Tuesday that Deutsche failed to monitor Epstein properly, despite ample public evidence of his misconduct. It says the bank processed hundreds of transactions that should have had more scrutiny. That included payments to victims, alleged accomplices and law firms representing Epstein. In a statement, state governor Andrew Cuomo said big institutions ignored Epstein's history and lent him their credibility – in return for financial gain. On Tuesday, Deutsche chief executive Christian Savings said in a memo to staff that it had been a critical mistake to take on Epstein as a client back in 2013.
1: Because of all that, this is why the investors got together to sue Deutsche Bank. And the judge was proceeding over that. okay? so I'm going to go ahead and read to you guys this article from Rutgers. So they're saying investors are suing Deutsche Bank and its CEO, Christian Sewing, alleging that the bank made false and misleading statements before it agreed to pay a hundred and fifty million dollar fine for compliance and failures linked to the disgraced financier, Jeffrey Epstein. The lawsuit was filed on Wednesday in U.S. District Court in Newark, New Jersey and seeks unspecified damages. It claims shareholders lost money because of Deutsche Bank's dealings with Epstein, who was implicated in dozens of sexual abuse cases. He died last August at the age of 66 after being found hanging in a Manhattan jail. The named plaintiff is Ali Kamari, who lives in Connecticut, according to court documents. So this case was going to be a really big case, and it was going to involve a lot of money, A lot of big names. And I think it's really scary that they're so free to put the names of lawyers and judges and people, you know, tied to these cases in the media, online. I think, you know, certain things should be redacted. I don't think it's anybody's business, you know, who the lawyers are, who the judges are. If there's not going to be security measures in place to protect these people, they're doing their job, just like everybody else who has a job to do in this world. And if they're doing their job, they shouldn't be put out there for potential hits. You know, so I'm just not buying the story with this lone, crazy lawyer who's an anti-feminist. I mean, it just seems way too convenient. Hell, he could have pulled a Elliot Rogers. If you guys remember that young man from a few years ago, he was like 21 years old and he was upset because, you know, he couldn't get laid and we're, you know, interested in him and he just shot a bunch of random women in Cali. So, I mean, this man could have did the same thing because to me, he sounds like an older version of Elliot Rogers. He's so pissed and, you know, he's so angry at women and he's kind. Constantly suing. I just find him to be a great scapegoat. I feel like this is way deeper. Also today. If you guys do not know. It was announced that Gaylene Maxwell. Well. From her prison cell is saying that she's very scared. She's scared for her life. And this was announced today by Fox News. And it says Gaylene fears for her life and believes she might meet the same fate as Jeffrey Epstein. Gaylene Maxwell's friend who is in regular contact with Maxwell at her secret New Hampshire hideaway. Claims death threats ahead of her arrest forced the British socialite to hire security guards. And led her to believe that. And led her to believe she, like Epstein, would not live to see her day in court. So that was just announced today. So I just find all of these connections just very strange. So today, Gaylene is talking about how she may die and may not make it to court. Then you have the judge's son and the judge's husband, who's also tied to this Jeffrey Epstein situation, even though it's due to the more the financial and the banking side of it. They end up, you know, shot. The son ends up deceased. I mean, this is just insane. This is like really crazy. The rabbit hole definitely goes deep with this situation. I mean, the whole situation is crazy. Even about a week ago, um, Chrissy Teigen was getting drug up and down Instagram and Twitter for being on Jeffrey's flight log. You know, she claimed she'd have been young as she was on there. But people dug through her tweets and she had a lot of really disturbing tweets from just even a few years ago talking about children and, you know, just a lot of disgusting things. And people called her out. Like, Christy, why did you delete over 28,000 tweets yesterday? And she came back and basically admitted to deleting 60,000 tweets. And she says, because I cannot fucking stand you idiots anymore. I'm worried for my family, finding me talking about toddlers and tiaras in 2013, thinking that you're some type of fucking operative.
5: What's going on? Good morning. So let's talk about the new Versus Challenge Christy Teigen versus Summer Walker how I'm explaining it to y'all now this is all of our old tweets and uh, let's just say Chrissy Teigen got her ass tore out the frame yesterday well, oh. she, people are saying that she is affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein after a list of names have been circulating of celebrities that may have been to his island or folks that was associated mm. with the late convicted rapist. Now these old tweets came up from Chrissy Teigen and let me just read them to you. She said, seeing little girls do the split half naked is just dot, dot, dot. I want to put myself in jail. Pound sign, toddlers and Tiara. Then she said, I'm bored really want to watch kids give birth. Where can I watch teens give birth, MTV? I mean, doesn't that make sense? That doesn't make sense, but I'll try. And then the last one was, I'm going to jail over pizza. Now, all of these were separate tweets, but fans noticed that Chrissy erased 20,000 tweets the day before yesterday. And Summer Walker called her out, y'all. She said, ooh, Miss Chrissy, you deleted, well, she said 60,000 tweets, but it was 20. But 60,000 tweets. Uh, was on an Epstein flight log and said you were going to jail for pizza. Interesting. Everything done in the dark eventually comes to the light. Christy was super defensive She was like basically y'all are calling me a pedophile It just got real nasty But she said if Twitter doesn't uh, You know kind of like filter their stuff That she will be gone forever So yeah whoo, I don't know y'all Yo, I, like, I
1: need that app where you can go in and delete that many tweets In one <laughs> swipe Now normally I would probably dismiss The whole Christy Teigen thing But it does not sit well with my spirit And I think Summer Walker was definitely right To call her out If you guys don't Remember, Christy Teigen took to social media a few months ago and she talked about these horrible nightmares that she kept having and she was feeling that she was living with evil spirits. This was back on March 7th. And so a lot of people were talking about this. But the more I look back on it and the more I've seen those tweets and, and, you know, those are tweets. Those were real tweets that she really tweeted out. And I don't give a damn how young you are. Shit like that is just not normal. You know, the things that she was saying about these minor children. If somebody was to say that about her own children, she'd fly off the handle and would be tweeting up a storm. All she does is run her damn mouth. So the fact that she can sexualize other people's children and then now try and dismiss it by deleting 60,000 tweets to me is really disturbing. And I feel like those, you know, evil dreams that she's having is probably from all the dirt that she done did to get to where she's at in Hollywood. I mean, let's not act like she's the tallest, you know, model out there. The most, you know, she doesn't have a really modelist figure. It's almost like modeling just landed in her lap. OK, she really lucked up with that one. So I don't know what she's fighting and what she's dreaming over. She never went into details, but I find that very strange that she was talking about these nightmares and and terrors that she was having a few months ago and then all these tweets came out you know basically depicting her in a whole different light so i want you guys to go ahead and listen to this really quick
4: i know this sounds insane but i think i have some kind of ghost or evil spirit and i have the worst nightmares
0: Chrissy Teigen is getting no sleep. I was up for a bit. The 34 year old got candid on Instagram late Wednesday night to let fans know she's been struggling with the same nightmares.
4: Like I will go to bed super early and I will sleep so long and I will wake up soaking wet because I have just the most terrible nightmare. It's always the same nightmare.
0: The model didn't share exactly what the nightmare is, but she made it clear she's had enough.
4: I'm tired of it and it's ruining my life, and so I'm sleeping in a different room tonight, and we'll see if this makes a difference.
0: In true Chrissy fashion, she went on to cut off the critics before they had a chance to come at her.
4: I understand it's very privileged to have an extra room, but I do called a guest room it's where guests sleep when they come over but there's no guests here so i'm sleeping here tonight
0: okay we love that she's taking matters into her own hands but here's the thought girl
1: needs to stop watching the movie saw before bed i mean it's so much craziness that's going on around jeffrey epstein that I can't take this case at face value. People are scrambling and they're scrambling to protect themselves. Just like the whole situation with the Wayfair that we had about a week ago and how the media basically dismissed that and made it look like, oh, it's a bunch of crazy conspiracy people coming for this furniture company. But something strange is going on here and somehow his name is constantly in the mix. So once again, Follow the money trail. I believe a lot of big, high power people are definitely involved, and they're getting nervous. So anyways, that is my podcast on this entire situation. Feel free to leave a comment on YouTube. Thank you so much for supporting and listening. Have a good day, and I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.